dog sleep, come clean, zone. Can't forget that I'm golden. Can't forget where I'm going. Fuck popo, police, enemies, fake homies. Can't forget that I'm a OG. Better act like you know it. <coughs> Are we on? Are we on? <laughs> oh, my bad. Shit. Uh, okay, so. God damn. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> okay, you're listening to. Uh, I was about to say the other the the wrong name was up. I'm dead. <laughs> we all fucked up. And your feelings podcast. Here we go. Yes. Another week. Another. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm gonna count myself in. You wait. Uh, we're still recording. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Yo, 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 what's happening? It is In Your Feelings Podcast with Sean DJ and my man's Teddy B. All righty. Sorry for that confusion earlier on. Kind of started <laughs> premature, <laughs> premature start, but you know. <laughs> but we're here. We're here. We're back again another week. A couple of days of uh, technical difficulties for sure. Technical difficulties, man. They need to let us know when they update this. Um, this app, man. This app. <laughs> and the <Shit>. service. <laughs> we're, our, we're their valid customers. Exactly. What they doing? <laughs> exactly. Come on, Anchor. Get your shit together. <laughs> I'm going to shout out to Anchor. <laughs> without them, we wouldn't be doing this. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so another week. Another week of shoes. Uh, well, we need to catch up a little bit, don't we? Yeah, man. Before we, we get into that, we though, got a shit ton of controversy. For uh, sure. Before we get before we get into that, how you been? How's your week been? I was good. Good. Yeah. You know, living the dream in Clovis, New Mexico. <laughs> man, I, you know what? You might as well get yourself a, 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 a what you call it? A van. Yeah. Some uh, some lab equipment. Stop cooking up that mess, man. <laughs> Making this money? Yeah, Breaking Bad too, bro. There you go. There you go. Uh, living it wouldn't even last one episode before I get locked up. Locked up. <laughs> you fucked shit up. <laughs> oh, man. But how you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm all right, man. You know, another yeah. day, another week. Still here. Yeah. Yeah, I man. It. I feel it. I respect it. Well, yeah. Where are we going today? Well, let's just get into the shits, you know, the with shits. this this segment that we have no name for the- still. <laughs> <laughs> you would think behind closed doors we would come up with a name, but we don't even talk about <laughs> names until we actually start talking until about Until we podcasts. start recording. <laughs> so, yeah. So this sleeper segment. No uh, sticks. We're going to start off with some controversy. Yes. So, Colin Kaepernick and Nike have decided to... This is this was weeks ago, but What's we're going to talk about it. Last week. Oh, yeah, last week. Last week. See, is it last my week? week. Yeah, it was last yeah. week. Yeah, last, last week. week today. Yeah. Yeah. So, for the 4th of July, Nike planned on releasing a pair of Air Max Warns with the Betsy Ross flag on the back. Now, for most people that don't know what the Betsy Ross flag is, it's the pretty much it's the first flag of 
the United States. It symbolized the 13 colonies by the circle, the 13 stars in a circle. circle. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people were disappointed because they felt like Nike was caving into the outrage culture or whatever. Those woke Twitter people. And um, honestly, for me, as an, a black American, um, it didn't bother me at first until I looked at the context. Um, the problem with the Betsy Ross flag is a lot of um, white supremacists have repurposed this flag to represent a time where, you know, slavery was okay and you know they want to go back to the golden era of the United States you know yeah. you know that's not it's not not a good look so the more research I did it made sense I think it was a good call for them to cancel the release you know but as a, as a British citizen how do you feel about this um well I can understand the outro well I can understand why they pulled the shoe because obviously, you know, there's some people who are just, I feel like there's people out there nowadays who are just waiting for shit like this to happen so they can call people out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's, it was a good call on their part because obviously they protect their brand and, you know, they, they care about what the people would think. Yeah. But, again, uh, if they already had them in, in production, why didn't they think that before they brought the shoe out? Yeah, you know, it, it's weird because back in like, I want to say like 2000, in the early 2000s, I can't remember exactly what year, they released yeah. the American flag Air Max 1 with the 50 uh, stars on it. Yeah. And that one is perfectly fine. Actually, most people want those to come back, you know? You also had the previous... Um, the Olymp- I want to say they're called the Olympic yeah. Air Max ones uh, that Kanye made pretty much famous the all red blue and white uh, Air Max ones with the American uh, flag on the tongue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, those were fine you know but like to go back to the Betsy Ross flag like I don't understand that I didn't understand why that was even but had- yeah, yeah like why even do that but um, I'm I'm happy that they they you know threw those out. But you know that's, did you see sorry, on StockX? Did you see on StockX how much they're going for though? Well, they're still selling. No, so they had to pull them off of StockX. But at a point, they were going for like two thousand dollars. Oh shit! <laughs> Just because of the outrage and shit. So man. Oh, bro! Cass is just trying to <laughs> trying to make money. That moolah. But this is all because of Colin Kaepernick, right? Uh, I think Colin Kaepernick was the one that put a spotlight for Nike to kind of so realize, reconsider, yeah. reconsider the release. Yeah. But oh, man, what? It's such a nice shoe, though. Apart from the flag on the back, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really a I'm not really a big M, uh, MX fan, but mm. they're really nice colorway. See, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm American. Like I get kind of tired of seeing red, white, and blue shoes. 
Yeah, but it's the same as the British flag, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have a... Oh, the, the Union a Jack. Of, the Union Jack. Is there a lot of, like, red, white, and blue shoes that commemorate... Nah, nah. Well, we ain't got no. We ain't nah. got no. Indi- they, they ain't no independence over here. <laughs> they were the ones who were taking up the land. Come on. <laughs> nah, <laughs> fuck y'all. Y'all don't need a shoe. <laughs> who needs a shoe for the UK? I mean, <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah, man. But nah, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's it's, it's whatever, man. It's. Yeah, it's it's a good thing that they did what they did, and mm. you know the brand will still go strong. And even though they, I guess, lost money on this release, they they probably will claw her back in other ways. They got a million other releases to make money off of. So exactly, the, them dudes ain't hurting. I mean, they might just sell these to some uh, old ass <laughs> Americans who want to celebrate, the, you know, the, the Betsy Ross flag. <laughs> Those clowns, them clowns yeah, those dudes. clowns, the Trump Club, you there know, you go. the clowns. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's enough of that one. But uh, moving on, moving on swiftly, we have um, a first look at the upcoming Air General One that celebrates the transition from UNC, UNC to Chicago. To Chicago. Now, to paint a mental image for you all is an Air Jordan 1 which is kind of like split in half that's another red white and blue <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the front piece is red and then the back piece is blue <laughs> oh, what are you saying think... what are you saying about these man <sighs> I like them mm. not so sure about the pattern leather though See, I the patent leather doesn't bother me that much, but it's the colorway, and it's like it doesn't. The colorway doesn't. It has my brain doing like mental somersaults trying to understand this shoe. Mm-hmm. Because why can't we just get a pack? Just release two shoes, right? Yeah. Like they did back in the day, instead of combining these two shoes in one, I'm getting really sick and tired of that. Give us yeah, two they pairs. Gotta, they gotta do something different, bro, man. Man, give us two pairs, charge us like three hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> and just call it a day. You know we're gonna pay it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like why are we getting these shoes that are like combined? I I just don't I'm not as offended like I think I should be by these, but I'm not a fan, and I'm not gonna cop them. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on that. Um, yeah, I bet. But I bet you like the um, the UNC collection that came out last year. They're probably gonna, you know, oh, go for sell loads, out. For, for, for sell out and go oh, for yeah. loads of money on uh, on a resale. So, oh yeah. You know, it's one of those things. But um, I'm gonna, I want to ask you a question, really. About I was watching um, a sneaker program, and the, uh, the guys asked the question about um, the Nike Jordan brand mm-hmm. or the Jordan brand re-releasing uh, like old shoes mm-hmm. versus um, you know them coming up with new ideas. How do you feel about the the re-releases and stuff like that? Do you think it's 
it's a good thing and, and stuff. I mean, I, I know obviously they they're trying to make sure that people people who missed it back then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, can get a chance to own them now. But is it the same feeling? Is it? See, so to me, Jordan Brand is a legacy brand, right? Okay. So it's only a brand that's going to survive off of its retros instead of its new technology. Okay. So like. For instance, Jordan Brand signs athletes just like Nike does. The problem with that is Nike is a corporation. So when you sign to, like when LeBron signed to uh, Nike, he gets his own silhouette, he gets his own line, and all that. Okay. Uh, But when you sign to Jordan Brand, you're signing to essentially another player. Even though he's retired. Yeah, you can't really... um like have uh you know LeBron Jordans. No. Like you can't you can't really have your own identity within a brand when you're behind somebody else that's so okay. massive. Yeah. And then on top of that, the newer retros, it's something about the Jordan brand logo. Yeah. For me personally, it doesn't look good on anything relatively new. It, okay. it, it looks better on you, you know like a Jordan 1 or a Jordan yeah. 4 you know four. like or a 3 it just doesn't look good on like a brand new silhouette you know and I I commend Jordan for trying because I'm not a basketball player and that's what most of their newer tech shoes go towards like basketball basketball players. Yeah. But like for instance Russell Westbrook I think he signed under Jordan brand. You know, like why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, <laughs> I think he has his own shoe under uh the Jordan brand line but it's like it's never going to be as popular because it's still under the Jordan brand. Exactly. Exactly. It's still just going to be seen as another Jordan. Exactly. It's it's not going to be seen as like for instance, the LeBron 7. For me, that was a revolutionary sneaker because I really liked how the LeBron 7 looked. Yeah. But Westbrook doesn't have that. You know, okay. I can't say okay. the Westbrook 2s look amazing because they're still Jordans. No, I think I get what you mean. But yeah. I, I also think that... Um, I, I understand what you mean because I think the retros have gone away from the basketball side mm-hmm. to more of a fashion, lifestyle. Yeah. A fashion and lifestyle and that's that's how they're surviving. Mm-hmm. And the newer Jordan stuff is is going towards um the the basketball still, but it's just newer technologies like the the adapts and stuff like that, right? I guess. Yeah. Similar stuff. They'll be working on similar stuff to that, but with the Jordan Jordan brand on it. Well how do you okay. feel about it? No, no, I was asking genuinely to add to it, but I just, I just gave you my answer because I figured out what, what you were saying, and I was like, okay, cool, maybe it's the lifestyle feel, yeah, the, the, the legacy piece that they're selling, and mm-hmm. you know, because people always remember when they first saw that shoe and how they couldn't afford it and how they wanted it, and now they can have it. Exactly, it's just, it's just the resale market that's just sending it in, in crazy. crazy well, see. You know? See that que- that's a very good question <clears throat> because what I think that also says a lot to collectors as well, like older collectors. Yeah. Uh I've I've been collecting shoes for about a decade now. 
Yeah. Uh, there's been people collecting sneakers a longer time than I have, you know, yes, when sir. Jordan was yeah. actually in the league. And like you said, you know, you just kind of got into shoes. So you, you have, you weren't able to, you know, buy the shoes. Buy, that yeah, buy the Air Jordan 4 breads when they uh, first came out or when they first mm. re retroed. Or, for instance, the DMP 6s that are supposed yeah. to be re retroing. I remember when those came out, but, you know, I already lived that. This shoe essentially isn't really for me. It's for newer people, you know, to the yeah. brand. Because yeah. even though Jordan brand is really big, there's a lot of new people. You got new generations, you know. Oh, of course. Your kids will probably be buying Jordans. My kids will probably be buying Jordans. Well, I didn't even have my eye on Jordan 1s until last year, so. Exactly, you so, know. I, I understand what you mean, you know. But yeah, that's, that was a good question, man. Nah, man, I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you snuck that in. Yeah, <laughs> was well, I was, no, I wasn't. I, you know, it was just the impromptu. So, I'm like, yeah, I mean, let me just ask about this. But so, um, we're saying no to this uh, UNC uh, to Chicago shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah just release right. a pack. All right, cool. Do you want it patent leather or do you just want it normal? I wouldn't even mind patent leather. I just want it two separate shoes like stop with mixing two shoes in one like those colors really I just don't get it <laughs> I don't get it help me understand <laughs> man, they're just trying new things man just no trying to, it's like with the SBs the, you know the the Chicago to uh, the LA to Chicago no ones. damn like, it just, re- just keep release it a pack. the same <laughs> I'm old keep it the same yeah but change but, but, scares hey, me the kids are still gonna be rushing for these man oh yeah definitely you watch definitely. and I bet you anything these will release we'll see them on someone's foot and both of us will be like those are wires bro we should have got them. Go <laughs> <Those are> fire. <laughs> exactly. You wait. You wait. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I, I think I think apart from the colors, mm. I can get I can get used to it. If I keep looking at it, if I had it in hand, I would mm. probably get used to uh, seeing it and I guess buying it. Look we'll at you. That's how Jordan Brand gets you. I know it's fucked up. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> it's the same shoe, just different colors, man. Yep, that's you, right. you see that you see that same <laughs> shoe in person you're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but uh okay cool but uh moving on we uh, have a special look at the para and nike sb uh they're also releasing a blazer which is in the same color scheme as the sb what are you saying how you feel about it <sighs> Uh, that's a bla- it's a low blazer as well, right? Yeah, I feel like release release time is is a bit too late for for the season. Yeah, yeah, especially because it's a white shoe. Um, I think for me, if I look at the the dunks, because I was excited when they first when they first you know when we first saw the first look, mm-hmm. but now I'm just like it's just another white shoe with a, a stacked swoosh. I mean, the colors do work well, but I think time of year, you're going into 
uh, autumn, winter, mm. or fall. And um, I don't know if, um, if it'll work. I mean, I know they'll sell out, but I guess this will be a buy ready for next year. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a no for the Blazers, the SBs, possibly. But the Blazers, I'm not really... I think for me, Blazers, low, low Blazers have never mm. really looked that great. No, no. I'm not a huge fan of the lows, really. Because when I saw Blazers, I was like really excited because I was like, oh, maybe we get a high. That's a high top, yeah. Nah, not for me, sir. Yeah, that was a quick topic. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we finally got a a date, release date for the uh, SB Dunk Close, the Power SB Dunk Close, which is. 26th of this month. Yes, sir. It caught me off guard as well because I'm away. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going away, so uh, I can't even spend any money on them. That's how Nike works, man. They work yeah. in the most inconvenient ways. Yeah, man. They always do that shit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think I like them, but um, mm. if I keep looking at them, I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't feel, I don't I don't feel the same way about these as I did the uh costumes. Okay. Okay. Because I saw the costumes and I was like, yo, I'm gonna get those. I really want those, right? <clears throat> Whereas these, I f- saw them at first and I was like, yeah, I like them. They're cool. I like the stack swoosh da da da. But it was just yeah, that's cool. I mean, I know they're probably going to go high in price. I don't know how much they're going to go, you know, resale wise compared to the MXs and you know I'd like to be part of that situation to see if I could make some money <laughs> but yeah but uh, uh just looking at them I'm like nah man I don't know definitely nah bro okay I respect it I respect it uh yeah. do you want to move on to Mr. West you don't want to still talk about this shit <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> <laughs> Mr. West, Mr. right? West. So uh, this is the Forbes thing that that's, that happened uh, this week, isn't it? Yes. Uh, right. Uh, you go. You go. Okay. So earlier this week, Kanye did a interview with Forbes. They he allowed Forbes to come to his warehouse to see a lot of prototype Yeezys and, you know, his thoughts on, you know, product and everything. And honestly, even if you dislike Ye at this point, I would still listen to the interview just to see how passionate somebody is behind their artwork. Bro, it's it's something else, man. Yeah, yeah. It made me look at it made me kind of look at Yeezys kind of differently because I'm not gonna lie. Every time I get a pair of Adidas Yeezys, yeah, I get rid of them. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've had oh, well, like like straight away. Not straight away. My favorite Adidas Yeezy is the 350, the original 350. Yes, yes. Um, those are just so comfortable and just. I remember putting them on for the first time and thinking, "God damn, this is this is this is the future. This right? is the future of shoes. <laughs> like these are so comfortable. 
And I just think the V2s is what kind of watered it down for me. But I, I think the other thing as well is when the 350s came out and then the V2s came out and then everyone had them. You're like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not that. It's not that special anymore, is it? It's just another. We'll see. You know, it kind of goes. Oh, go ahead. Go on. I was going to say, because when the V2s came out, mm. the people who didn't know about the, the originals started looking at the V, the, the, at the originals like, oh, you got a fake easy. Oh. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not as, it's not as wide. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, come on, this was the original pet. I'll never yeah. forget. <laughs> I'll never forget. I got so many stories about Kanye West. <laughs> but I'll never forget. I used to wear the original 350s, the turtle dog. Right. Tattle dust, yeah. I used to wear them all of the time. And I was in um the sh- uh shop at right on yeah. on a military base. Yeah. And <laughs> this lady walked up to me and asked me, Are those the shoes that Kim Kardashian had on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I was yes. like, Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazing. like, wow. <laughs> and, you know, this was a lady that, you know, you could tell she wasn't into shoes. Um, just kind of very, just like plain Jane, you know, woman. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. she asked me about, oh, are those the, the Kim Kardashian shoes? And I was like, yeah. They're Kanye West shoes, but yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, but this this uh, this Forbes thing that um, it it shows a, a different light of, uh, a different light on Kanye West mm-hmm. because everyone knows the you know the controversial music Kanye just yeah. ranting about everything. I'm the best at this. I'm the best at that. And uh, okay, maybe the last time we heard him talk about his his uh, fashion side is on Sway. But that was that. that you was ain't before. got the answers. But that was, I guess, that was before the Yeezy brand yes. picked up, right? Yes. Yeah. And now we see a whole different side to Kanye. He's like a very mellow, and mm-hmm. he's he's is it's like he's professional in a way. I guess. Oh it's yeah. Different. Yeah. It's, it might be a publication thing because it's Forbes and he doesn't want to fuck it up. But it, it it's uh yeah man. Well, see the way he what I liked about. Uh, one of the questions was, you know, how much do you like, you know, these Yeezys? And the way he said he he couldn't quantify it. Like you can't quantify happiness. Yeah, and that's the problem with oh, that was people. Crazy. That was deep. Yeah. <laughs> that was deep. Because all you went into you, you know, that's like asking how how good is your grandma's cake, and you asking <laughs> oh, her the recipe, your recipe and stuff. Like that. I'm like. <laughs> Hey, bro, he's just asking you, how would you like the shoe? Like, what? I'm just like, bro, you, you, you ain't have to hit us so philosophically. Like, no, but he went in. And I, I I had to watch that bit back because I was like, this makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, when, you, when he looks down at these shoes, you can tell that there's appreciation oh, yeah, for yeah, the design, yeah. you know? Yeah. And... Um, that's something that I have to respect, even though like the Yeezy line to me has been kind of watered down a little bit for me personally. Yeah. I just, I, w- 
I still I still respect the fact that he looks at these as pieces of art because at the end of the day, Kanye has some of the greatest albums, but he also has some of the greatest products oh, for yeah, uh, footwear. Yeah, nah, he does. And because uh, I was thinking about, I, I went back the other day and I was thinking about uh, Yeezys and because I've been thinking to myself, maybe I need to buy a pair of Yeezys. Um, Yeezy, three fifties, obviously, all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, make sure you don't wear around Drake. Anyway, I was, <laughs> I was I was thinking about the shoe and when it first came out, and that Kanye was saying, you know, he wants everyone to have Yeezys. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, they're gonna be a cheap cheap shoe and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the price. I'm like, how is this a cheap shoe? You know, I could buy two <laughs> pairs of those for this price and stuff like that. But then I thought about it. It's a uh, you know the Yeezy brand is a high end brand right mm-hmm. but at at a at an affordable price because the the competition that he's looking at is not your average you know um on the fashion side it's not like he's he's competing with with nike and all this stuff he's competing with bigger brands like you know on the runway and shit mm-hmm. so he's like yeah we still um you know even though you you you're buying a t-shirt for like three hundred dollars you know, it's still a luxury brand, but you're getting it at a lower cost because you could be buying a Gucci T-shirt for, you know, a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm not like, even oh, think twice. Exactly. So I was like, okay, cool. It puts in perspective a little bit. I'm trying to understand why the shoes still cost so much or the clothes mm-hmm. still cost so much because it's a, you know, it's it's a luxury brand at a lower cost. But you know, all depends on whether you can afford it. But looking at the shoes and the you know all the prototypes and stuff like that there's stuff that i saw in there that i was like i wish that released and man it's, it's i still think some of these are gonna release man like at some point at some point because the thing is like with kanye it's not so much he's a performer like michael jordan like these don't really need to perform in that way right yeah. Is a lifestyle sneaker, so he can kind of do with it as he wants. Like for me personally, I really like the 750s a lot next to the original uh, 350s. Mm. And when I when they first came out, when he first released the uh, original 750s, you know the boot looking. Yeah. I looked at those and I was like, those are super weird, but I kind of like them. And it when he so my mind state when he left Nike for Adidas was what the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah, but it makes sense. So like for most people that don't know, or if you don't know, uh, the reason why uh, Kanye left Nike was that they one they didn't give him uh, any royalties. They They didn't get royalties, mm -mm. or he didn't get that that much. Not as much as he's getting from Adidas, for sure. Well, he owns 100% of Yeezy Company, so that means he's pretty much getting everything, right? But the Adidas shoes, he gets 15% from wholesale. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But the the clothing and all that, 100% his. Shit. Um, But uh, he didn't get that many royalties, and then they were very limited with the... uh, the way he designed shoes. So if you look at the Nike Air Yeezy, it's yeah. all bits and pieces of 
former Nike shoes. Yes. And he kind of paved the way for people like uh, Jerry Lorenzo, who just made the Fear God One, who has an original design with Nike. Yep. Kind of, kind of paved the way because it, it was kind of a huge hit for Nike when Kanye left because Kanye could wear anything, anything from Nike, and it would automatically sell out. Sell out. Like, automatic. The same way he does it for Adidas. For Adidas, yeah. It was like tenfold for Nike. Like, he wore the Flying Trainers. Them that was sh- it. You couldn't get them shits. They, had, they just had to re-release them. And they're sitting on shelves, but when he back then, them shits was sold out, and you could only you would have to pay like seven hundred for some flying at trainers. So it is it, it's kind of crazy the Kanye effect. But uh, the the um, the well, I was looking at the Easy Easy Trainer, the A Easy One, mm-hmm. and the A Easy Two, and. Um, what was that? It was the three, two, one, the Jordan three, two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like they're very similar to the. They kind of modeled the. the they're the Don C's, right? Yeah, yeah. They kind of modeled that very similar to, like the front anyway, with the strap, mm-hmm. similar to the Yeezy two. And I'm like, uh, okay. well, see, that's the thing. Like when you, when Kanye left Nike, Nike, you could tell Nike was hurting. Because every single person that Kanye has either endorsed yeah. or has worked with is now working with Nike. Virgil, Don C. Um, you said is not or is is now? Is now. It's oh, like okay, okay. is now like one of their biggest collaborators, Don C and Virgil. <laughs> and Virgil yeah. are two of like Kanye's closest friends. Cause they're trying to um Pit the two against each other. Right? I don't know if pit, they're trying pit Kanye to, against his friends. I don't think they're trying to. I think they're trying to reignite that same spark they had with Kanye. Oh, because and it's if the same we can camp. exactly, yeah. and if we can infiltrate that same camp because each one of them they kind of had their own spark with Nike. Uh-huh. So like Don C with his Air Jordan Two, uh, when those first came out, th- those were going for like a grand. And I was a dumbass that paid a grand for those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, you got Virgil, who really struck fire with uh, Nike, who was I able like- to design a Jordan and a slew of Nikes. You know, so. Hmm. And I feel like they still want. I still trying to get him to stay because I, I know the ten collection was was done. Mm. But they're still asking, you know, maybe maybe one more, maybe you know, just drop. Well, I think I definitely think they they really struck gold with Virgil. Yeah. Um, I think only the only other person to strike that same flame was Kanye. Yeah. For so Nike. To, yeah. Because if you really think about it, most people aren't looking. Nike is starting to realize. When Kanye signed to Nike, that was a time where Nike was strictly an athletic company. He was the yes. first yes. entertainer. You're right. You're right. 
to actually sign to Nike and not, you know, dribble a basketball or play tennis or skateboard or whatever. Yeah. You know, this was purely a lifestyle shoe. And he he wasn't really that they, he was trying to push he was trying to push that boundary as well. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'm the first to do this, so let me do it the way I want to, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't still wouldn't give him free reign on the on the design as well and on the yeah, I get it. And like when when Nike lost Kanye, it's almost like a, a Jordan, a Michael Jordan uh moment because oh. Adidas fumbled the ball with Michael Jordan because they could have signed Michael Jordan. But Jordan ended, ended up going to Nike because Adidas fumbled so hard. Right? Now it's the yeah. other way around because times are changing. Most ball back in the day the ball players are who used to inspire hip hop culture, right? Yeah, now hip hop culture is inspiring ball players, ball players, athletes. You got ball, ball players thinking they're hip hop historians. Out here. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, you have a lot of basketball players that are trying to dress like these rappers. You know, yeah. So, like, I feel like Nike kind of dropped the ball because they could have been ahead of the game. Could you imagine if Nike kept Kanye to this day? (laughs) You know, like that Nike would be unstoppable. Go to the corner of the market because it's pretty much you got you got Drake, you got Kanye, you got Virgil. Well see the problem with Drake, right? Drake could never catch that flame. Nah, he can, but I mean, still, you got Travis Scott have too. Him on the, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You got Travis, yeah. and Travis Scott Dude. is actually doing what? He's doing better than great, the 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 great, <laughs> the Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And see, you kind of see. I don't know why that is, because that's another conversation we could have, like Travis Scott versus Drake under Jordan brand. Yeah, because but- what? Go ahead. I think it's it's an easy it's an easy answer, bro. Ow. Travis has got more swag. That's true. That Drake had true. no fa- had no fashion sense whatsoever before you know he came to hip hop. I guess. Yeah. So you know him signing to the Jordan brand is like, yeah, we'll give you a shoe, and they give him a twelve, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, right? Drake has Drake has one of the like a uh, what is it? It's the Kentucky Blue Eight, right? Yeah, yeah. And those never release. I think they're friends and family. And that's like the only shoe. And I always say it is if those were to release, uh-huh. I'm going crazy for those. But any other Drake shoe, I have the tens. I did not like them. <laughs> like did not like them at all. The all white tens. And I just feel like the OVO line under Jordan Brand is just ter- it's just boring. It's not it's terrible, dead, it's just boring. Not, but I guess uh maybe Drake doesn't have much influence on the design side because he's like, Yeah, just put the OVO label the the, the OVO brand mm-hmm. in. That's it. Because that's all they're doing. Whereas you can tell with Travis like it's more that, yeah, like they're, they're trying different things. There's, there's a craziness to Travis, so he'll probably come and be like, "Yeah, let's let's you know, like the backward swoosh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you like know, the let's, Air let's, Force One. 
Yeah. Let's put my grills on the fucking lace. Exactly. You yeah. know, put my yeah. sign where you can a uh, patch where you can remove the patch. Uh, removable swooshes, you know, like yeah, that's it. It's just know? craziness. With it's Travis. more fun, and mm-hmm. like people get more involved in that. And you know, the more shoes that release with Travis, because the, even the colorways are different. Mm-hmm. He's not just sticking to you know. So I think uh, maybe if 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 Drake didn't flip flop, you know, around the um, the uh, fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe maybe he would be in a similar situation, but. I think sometimes you know if some someone doesn't have that that edge mm-hmm. with the, the with design, yeah, the juice, then you know it's, it's not going to work that well. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I mean, like if you look at the Air, the Air Easy line, he was limited to only using shoes that were in uh, Nike's archival catalog, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the shit that he pulled out, like to me, the Air Easy Two is quite possibly the one best, best, one of the best shoes. It, to me, this is my personal opinion. It's probably one of the most well-designed shoes ever. It's the best shoe, I think, the best Yeezy because I think I think maybe because I really wanted that shoe, and at the time I couldn't afford it because I was looking at it when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I was like. Man, I really want this black and you know, the the black pair. Yes. Oh, yes. Man, the, the, with <laughs> yes. the glow, with the glow in the dark soul yes. and shit. I was like, yes. you see Kim with them, and you're like, you see everyone had them. Yeah. I'm like, Every so what he had them. So when he left Nike, I'm like, what the fuck did he do with those shoes? Then what? You just gonna throw them in the trash? I don't know, man. Like, but like even with Nike, like they, I'm sure they still have. Uh, a warehouse somewhere with some Nike shoes, unless they're what they're just gonna trash them. Maybe uh, they have trash shoes. Cause you got to think the the Red October's released after he left, oh, and they just dropped them. You know, like there's an interview somewhere where he was talking about how the Air Easy Two released uh, the Red Octobers huh. because he didn't want them to be limited. He wanted them to be readily available. The Air Yeezy 2. Yeah. But um, Nike was like, nah, we're going to keep our... Because we can't, we don't have that much trust in you because you're an entertainer, not an athlete. So we're just so going to we'll limit the limit stock. Them. Okay, so make them more, you know... Make them rare, hold them back. <sighs> because in the, in the United States, and if somebody... If I'm misremembering events... You know, somebody let me know. Hit me up in my Instagram DMs if I'm spreading fake news. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> but back when the Air Easy 2 released, the uh, white pair, the pure platinum pair, released yeah. on the West Coast. And the black pair only released on the East Coast. Oh, shit. And, bro, I remember it vividly because the week before, the week prior, <laughs> was when I left for the military. And I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. Because I'm pretty sure I could have got up here because the way they released them was like a scavenger hunt. And, bro, I, it was Kanye trivia. So it was just like, bro, you know, uh, what, what was one of the questions? It was like, what is the name of uh, Watch the Throne? You know, niggas in Paris. Yeah. We have the uh, Paris Hotel. 
that has the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And I think that was one of the locations to get a hint. And I was like, yo, I would have been on that shit. Oh, I would have been on that shit. I'm so hurt, man. Every time I think Kanye West <laughs> trivia. It's like, really? Really? Come on now. Because well, I was, was too young. That was raffles back in the day, though, right? No, like, like these were. Were they raffled or was it just, you know, do ask this question for a chance to win a it was a, it was a scavenger hunt. They try, a lot of stores I remember back in the day, they tried to make this release really interesting by doing like scavenger hunts and uh, oh, okay, okay, just okay, different okay. ways to release them. Because you are a bit controversial, so we're gonna try something <laughs> different. Something different. Test test the waters a little bit. See if we uh we struck gold with you or not. There you but, go. Cause the Air Yeezy one Funny enough, it sold out, but it wasn't like a crazy line, right? Yeah. Like I remember when I remember seeing them, they released. I didn't know anything about how sneaker sneakers worked. I was relative I was really new back then to sneakers when the Easy Ones came out. Yeah. And I just remember seeing them and that price just steadily going up. It went from I think they retail for two fifty, two fifty standard, standard, and then they shot up to like five. Oh, and as a kid in high school, two fifty is already too much, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. So five hundred, yeah. and then seven hundred, and then when the Yeezy twos uh, came out, the Yeezy ones just shot up to like over a thousand, and then the Yeezy twos shot up to over a thousand like now they're sitting at like a smooth like three four thousand so and it's still there yeah that's mad man that's mad i don't know if if his adidas yeezy line will ever like catch that type of hype like that um i don't think it will but purely because of um the way he wants the brand to go because like mm-hmm. like he says in his in all his interviews i guess um the easy brand know. is yeah he wants everybody to have them so uh the more releases he gets i'm sure the price is going to start going down a little bit more and more and more mm-hmm. uh once once his he's i mean he's pretty much reached his peak and you know it'll just be like yeah everyone's got to pay Yeezys everyone's got the scuba Yeezys and scuba boots yeah. <laughs> uh, and the fucking the 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 what you call this what's what's that new one that came out last uh that north was wearing the north was wearing the sand it's like um the sandals yeah the sandals the clogs the clogs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the clogs. You know, everyone will, be, will ditch all these slides that they're wearing, Jordan slides, da 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 da, but wearing Yeezy clogs. Yo, fuck I don't know. Did scuba, you, scuba boots? <laughs> do you remember the Yeezy slides that he wore to like Two Chains' wedding? Yep. <laughs> bro, I didn't know they released. Did they? Yeah, they released, bro. They going for a shit ton of money, <laughs> bro. And I actually like them. I actually like the slides. Would you buy uh, buy them a size too short so you look like the um, the Chinese, bro? Like like how he did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. My guy. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have, have we even touched on the on the on the article yet on the interview? 
Um, uh, we talked a little bit about it. <laughs> is, that, is that more for us to say or? Uh, not really. I think we we really got into it. Yeah. But nah, it's cool, man. Um, if uh, if any of you guys out there want to uh, read more about it, just go on the Forbes yeah. uh, website or the app and just, you know. And watch the interview on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really good. It's a really good interview. I like the way he, he says there's a, there's a bit of Lamborghini in, in, in everything. And everything that he does. There's a bit of Lamborghini in everything Yeezy does. You know, and the and Bible. I respect that. And he quote, he, that quote from the Bible where he says, you know, made from one piece of cloth. Not yeah. Putting, putting all these things together. Like you yeah. got nylon, you got fucking Visco. Yeah. You got Carter and shit. <laughs> he hitting people over the head like, wait, uh, bro, wait, what? Bro, bro. <laughs> that explains the Sunday service attire and all that stuff as well. But yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I think uh, this is the rebranding. Yeah. Yeah, I think he. Yeah. I think he's. Uh, do you think he's done with the the Trump? I, I think that that was done. I, I I told you what my um what I thought about the whole Trump situation, man. I think it was um performance art. A performance art, something to cover for you know a, a repayment for a favor, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you know for for Kim, for Kim's um. The stuff that Kim was doing and maybe Trump was like, you know, I need some black supporters and that was it. But we don't know. We never know. Yeah. You know, but he's done. He's done with that mess. Uh, the only thing that that he needs to get past now is, I guess, the um, the music side, con- his contract on the music side, because mm-hmm. I feel like if, if when he gets to excuse me, when he gets that cleared and he can now release music whenever he wants and he he's not tied into it mm-hmm. we'll probably get more music more mm-hmm. regularly like he'll just be dropping shit here there and, and everywhere because he's got the shoes working he's got the music i think what he's trying to work on similar similar situation to uh, the whole nike and and yeezy brand where you know before when he was at nike he was limited right yeah which is what he is now under this this um music this music contract mm-hmm. right so if he gets out of that then he'll be on a on a different place where he can just go crazy yeah creatively i think i think he's gonna take off again yeah. you watch yeah there's gonna be another there's gonna be another watch the throne i bet you anything him and jay are gonna get back together at some point i really hope so i, now, really I, hope so. I, I, I think they will i hope they get you know all their differences aside, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's enough for sneaks. Yes, well, we sir. Kind of mer- we kind of merged the sneaks and the music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with, we did uh, with Mr. West. But um, any new releases? Anything you've been listening to, bro? Uh, Revenge of the Dreamer. Yep. Uh, by J Cole's label. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, so I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Mm. But the stuff that I've listened to, I think it's it's fire, man. I think it's a it's a good project. I am trying to. It's I, I guess I could liken it to a cruel cruel. It was a cruel, cruel summer. Cruel cruel summer. Sorry. Because mm-hmm. um, because you know when the styles come together and you know you're getting a verse from 
from from Jid from Jaddy, <laughs> Jid, and then you got the Cole, and then all the all the features and stuff like that. Yeah, I like it, man. It's it's really nice. Yeah, you know the Bossy and stuff. All the all the Dreamville people that are doing what they do over there, and it's it's a, it's a good project. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You it's, know, it's, it's funny. Lot. It's funny that you draw that uh, that comparison to uh, Cruel Summer and yeah. Uh, this album because when you think about when I think about Cruel Summer I think about how minimalistic it was even yeah. though it was a collaborative effort how minimalistic yeah. it was compared to this okay um, I think it's a stark difference of the way J. Cole like approaches an album yeah. which I really respect because I, I like the difference where you know, you have a person that typically doesn't use any features. Features. And this album, I think, from what I read, is like 36 artists are on this yeah. album. Yeah. You know, like, it's crazy, you know? So it's just like, all of the... There's a couple songs that kind of are kind of like throwaways, like, mm, did I really need that? But for the most part, yeah, I fucks with it. Yeah, out of yeah, five. I how, how much you give it out of five? I give it a 4.5. 4.5? Mm-hmm. I listened to listen. it front to back, and for so many people to be on an album, so many things could could have went wrong. And 4 I don't, out of 5, though, bro? Yeah, 4.5. Shit. Yeah, bro. All right. My man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Like, and typically, I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan. You well, know, I know so. that. I know that. <laughs> that way you're surprised? <laughs> you nah, but it's, the thing is, it's not just J. Cole on this. So, you know, I, I understand. I, I don't know. I think he works very well with everybody that he has on there. Like, yeah. All right. Favorite track. Favorite track. Let's see. Let's open iTunes or Apple Music. <sighs> I like the open. services are available, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, shouts out to Apple Music. <laughs> I like Under the Sun, Lambo yeah. Truck, uh, Wells Fargo. Self love, Costa Rica, uh, PTSD. The whole, the whole album, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I did not like uh, Got Me with Ty Dollar Sign. Okay. I, I haven't really, got it yet. Yeah, I think, I, think I ended on. Um, I think I ended on Sleep to. Sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Yeah, so I haven't touched any of the other stuff, but uh, uh, for me, I think I'll give it a uh, with the the bit that I've listened to, mm. I'll give it a um, three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, but I think if I listen to the whole album, maybe I'll get to the stage you're at. Mm. Um, favorite track is Down Bad. Yeah. Yeah, that bad is some fire shit, man. Yeah, that under, was the, too. Un, under the sun is good as well. As the intro is good, mm-hmm. but down bad for me is um, fire. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, that's Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, other re- new releases that I haven't really personally gotten into just yet is uh, Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Okay. Fino Greggio. And that is Burner and Currency. Okay. But yeah. I'm definitely going to check those out, but I've just been in my Kanye mode this week, so. Yeah, we're just going back and listening to the guy, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I've forgiven. <laughs> yeah, you, or you do? Yeah. Uh, we we got to move, we got to move on. <laughs> you know, life, life has to go on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a Kanye fan at heart. He's the one that got me really into hip-hop, so. Yeah. I had to go back and listen to him. I was in a Kanye mood this week. So. That's that's what really got you into hip hop, huh? Yeah, if I'm being honest, yeah, as a high schooler, you know, I listened to hip hop passively, but like Kanye was the first person that was like, yo, who is this? And when I found out who he was and listened to more and more stuff, I was like, yo, this dude is amazing. When you look, when you listen to his uh, old material, though, you're mm. like, yeah, he he is. Oh yeah, he definitely. Is, um, a very talented dude, and if you if you know his story as well, like how much he's tried to do all the stuff and how yeah. long it took for him to get to where he is. Yeah, and, and all yeah, the knows he's it's something gotten. Something else, man. It's something else. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to think <laughs> we're going back to Kanye. I <laughs> know. Uh, I, I guess this is a Kanye Kanye appreciation. Uh, episode uh, episode <laughs> but um as, as a person that i didn't grow up really you know in the hood i wasn't really around all you know the gunplay and all that the yeah. hip-hop typically talks about i couldn't really relate and he was one of those artists where it was just like it's cool you don't have to be gangster you can be into like creative shit like art and fashion and all that and still be cool and as a high school as an awkward high schooler you kind of need that you're right you're right and uh if i if i look back at 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 my catalog as well before i uh before i before before kanye Mm. i mean i was listening to uh what was it that got me it got me listening to hip-hop more and more was uh Tupac and Biggie, but that's obviously because it was all in the news, and you know, think they just passed away, they just died. Mm. So that was that. And then um, my first album was a Tupac album, All Eyes on Me. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Slick Rick, the Ruler. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was like first first CDs I bought, or I bought or got given. Mm. So I was rinsing those for a long time, but even then, you're like you're you're singing the stuff, but you're not really relating you know, to it. Relating to it, and I remember when my uh, one of my guys put me on Jigger, and I was like, "Yeah, he's cool." It was reasonable doubt. Obviously, a really good album. Yeah, but I didn't understand it. So for a long time, I used to listen to Reasonable Doubt. Like, what's the fuss about? You know. Mm-hmm. And then it's only when you get older and you start listening to the poetry and the wordplay, and then you start yes. thinking, "Oh, you know what? This is this is actually really good." Yes. Uh, that's why you were mocking me the other, you know, if you, <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I was saying I went back to listen to some old jigger, and you can tell that he didn't just start schooling us 
today. Yeah. He, he's been schooling us for a long time, but it's just whether you you can relate to what he was saying mm. at the time and stuff like that. So I really understand what you mean about the Kanye because with Kanye straight away, it was like, oh shit, this guy is talking about, you know, everyday stuff. Like everyone was singing Jesus Walks before, yes. you know, before. Yes. <laughs> that was stuff like that, but yeah, now it's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back on Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> right. So other other releases that came out. Well, it's not really an album release, but it's a single release. I think uh, we're getting ready to receive a Rick Ross album anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, single called Big Time featuring Swiss Beats, produced by Just Blaze. Um, Just Blaze. Fun. It's a it's a fire track for me. I like it. Yeah. Uh, good club banger and. Yeah, man, it's 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 it's. I've, I've been waiting for this because I think two weeks ago I was listening to uh, Mastermind mm. just because I missed the. Um, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's um, it's good. I, I can't wait for the album. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. Apart from that, I just been going back and listening to some old shit. I've been fucking with. Um, I think I'm just going back to listen to stuff that was, you know, that came out recently so uh listening to Ari Lennox and and um Flower Boy what's his name Tyler the Creator Tyler the Creator's uh e- Ego <clears throat> yeah uh you know stuff like that and then I also booked tickets to Ari Lennox in December so oh yeah yeah man good shit, good shit. can't wait can't wait but uh yeah apart from that man it's um it's not much out there. I'm struggling for stuff, new stuff to listen to at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's uh, new releases. <laughs> new releases are dry at the moment, bro. It's fucked up. Like last year, this time we were hyped off of fucking Drake and Kanye going back yeah. and back and doing all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then you have a dry ass season. We're still waiting for a Drake album to drop. We're still waiting for Yandi. We're still waiting for for some shit. But anyway, um, this weekend was uh, wireless yeah. in London, and um, there was um, an artist who was supposed to show up who uh, didn't show up. Hey yo 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 yo. <laughs> First of all, free Rocky. Free, free ASAP. Rocky, free Get Rocky, ASAP, bro, a motherfucking hey. sap. Hey, just to let you know, just to let you know, if anyone's gonna think of booking me for a DJ gig in Sweden, I ain't showing up. You, you bro, yeah, canceled. Sweden canceled. Canceled <laughs> already. 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 <laughs> so if y'all don't yeah. know, which I, if you're a hip hop fan, I'll see how you would. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, ASAP Rocky recently got locked up in Sweden off of an altercation of two dudes following him, uh, them breaking their headphones on the bodyguard's face, but then trying to blame the bodyguard for pretty much breaking the headphones backwards, yeah, but, right? Yeah, but that was his face that broke him, so yeah, you know, I need new headphones, uh, bro. Yeah, give me some headphones, bro. What, you know, you want to fight? You want to fight, bro? <laughs> 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 like I don't know where we, how we got here, but uh, but yeah, man. So first, okay, 
my feelings was like, you know, damn, this is fucked up. I really, you know, I want him out. You know, I'm not gonna sit here in front. I signed the petition because I'm like, yo, free, free but ASAP. You signed, a, you signed a petition. I signed the petition. <laughs> I signed the change.org petition, trying to get ASAP out. And you know, knowing my cynical self, I don't even know why I signed the change change.org yeah. petition because those never really work. But, but. A lot of people are coming out now that ASAP is locked up and referencing back an old interview about what he said about Black Lives Matter. Now I'm going to read the, the, the quote from the interview <laughs> and then we're going to give you our combined oh thoughts. Oh God. Yeah, go on. Okay. Do you ever feel like this is the interview? Do you ever feel like you're being forced to address these issues? Now, this was in response to uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, I think, around this After time. After the Ferguson shooting? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, this is what ASAP Rocky had to say. They're not forcing me to do shit. I'm just going to stay black and die. Why? Because I'm black. So every time something happens... Because I'm black, I gotta stand up. What the fuck am I? Al Sharpton now? I'm ASAP Rocky. I don't I did not sign up to be no political activist. I wanna talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, the girls that come in and out of my life, the jiggy fashion that I wear, my new inspirations and drugs. I don't wanna talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit because I don't live over there. I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these bitches' draws. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. So, in quote, all right, mm. that was about two years ago, right? Yes. So, what are your views? We're, we'll get on you. What was your views on this? My views on this. Um, so, I can. I can relate because it's like if say for example I was in Africa mm-hmm. right I don't understand any you know uh, okay we you know the the we had colonialism and all this stuff mm-hmm. and all that stuff happened but at the moment it's like the people who are oppressing us are black people, right? So, yeah, black lives matter, but, you know, it's black on black at the moment, so how do you expect me to feel? I'm not really being no activist about, you know, uh, black lives matter because, yeah, I know they matter. I'm in the shit at the moment. It's not really my biggest concern about what's going on in the States because I got my own issues, right? That's that's the angle I'm going at, not saying that this is how I'm thinking at the moment. So I can understand him saying, you know what, I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. Yes, that stuff is going on, but until I get caught up in that whole mix, you know, it's 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 I can't really stop my day to day to go on about worrying about what's going on over there. Because it's just like I guess how you know you're watching TV one minute, then a, an ad comes on that says you could be saving lives in Africa by paying two dollars a month for all these da 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 da. You see it, you're mm. like, oh man, they're having such a bad time over there. Uh, the ad ends, 
and then you just go on about your business, right? Mm. So, you know, do Black Lives Matter? Of course. Of course. But are you doing anything about it? That's a whole different thing. Mm. So, yes, I understand where he's coming from, where he's saying, you know, all the stuff that's happened, you know, I'm, I'm not really in that. I'm not really look, looking at the news or trying to get involved in that mess because I'm not on the political side at the moment. I'm focusing on my fashion, doing mm. what I got to do, keep my head down. It's not that I don't care. But I just don't want to be part of it because, you know, it's messy and I don't trust the system anyway because I understand Soho and Beverly Hills. I don't know what's going on over there in, in you know, Ferguson or whatever, right? So I I don't think it's bad that he said that because he was telling just telling his truth. But obviously, because of the time we're in, people will try and twist everything you said to make it work for a situation. So... Black Lives Matter. Okay, cool. So now Black Lives Matter to you now that you're in prison. Well, see, okay. I get where you're saying. So like my my wife and I, we discussed this last night. Yeah. And I came from the 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 thing is just say and this is in hindsight. So hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yeah. But he could have just said, you know, I'm not well versed in the topic. So no, I'm not gonna really talk about it, you know. But the way he went about it, cause I think at the end of that quote or in another quote, he was like, All lives matter. And the, the problem with that statement is that we all know that all lives matter, but right now black people are dying in the streets in America. You know, yeah, yeah, I know. So that <clears throat> I feel like that he he really misspoke and he really but, fucked himself up. But hold is, on, what's up? Uh, hold hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. Mm-hmm. Can I can I say something about that statement that you just said about all lives matter? What's that? So he's got a fan base, right? Mm-hmm. His fan base is not just black. So I feel like With what you just said Mm -hmm. Even if he said If he didn't say all lives matter He's damned if he does and damned if he don't Because put it this way If his his white fans think All he cares about is black lives matter Because yeah he is black Right Mm -hmm. so if I go around Saying black lives matter They might think you know people might then think Oh so you don't really care for for us white folk but we're your biggest fans so what 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 are we doing so he's he's probably trying to be politically correct and saying all lives matter because he's he's focusing on on everyone i guess right i gotta disagree with you on that because Talk to a lot of artists like for instance jay-z jay-z has a lot of you know white artists and he's a full supporter of you know the black lives matter movement it's not so much I don't think I think if you're if you're not well versed you would think you would take it to heart like oh he's saying nobody else matters but when you look at what the actual movement is standing for it's just we don't want to get killed by police brutality that's really all it means you know so you would have to really be reaching like, oh, ASAP Rocky doesn't care about me as a uh, white person or uh, another race. 
because he supports that movement. Just because he supports that movement is not saying, you know, he hates all white people. He's just saying he supports that movement. Now, the thing is, ASAP Rocky has referenced the Black Lives Matter uh, movement in his verses. He's just, I, I can't remember the exact name of the song. But he, I do vividly remember him saying, you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, and, you know, trying to talk about, you know, police brutality. I know in Guns and Butter, uh, in the video, he try, he makes a reference to, you know, um, Dylan Ruth, who went in and shot, shot up uh, a black, a historically black church. Yeah. You know, so he makes a reference to that. So he's consciously he's he's aware of the situation. And I say that to say, I believe in people growing. I don't necessarily take I really hope that from this quote and from the the outrage that happened and it's been what two or three years since this quote has been spoken. Yeah. That he has done the research or have grown or learned, you know, okay, maybe this statement was fucked up to say, you know. Yeah. The thing is, I don't, I'm not looking for no big ass apology, right? I just want to see it, see that you've grown mentally from this, you but know. But then, don't don't you also think that the statement was probably contextual because it could have been that uh, when the interview happened. I mean, I haven't watched the interview. Was mm. it? Or, or, you know, I don't think it, it was. Been, I don't think it was a. Uh, it was one of those like uh, what is it where they you know write it down? It's in an article or something. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe it was uh, one of those where you know Taking they out of content. To do. Yeah, but. I mean, it also depends on the type of uh, public... What publication was it in? I don't remember the exact publication. You know, maybe... People do grow. But was that two years ago or three years ago? It was like two or three years ago. Okay. And... I mean, he doesn't say that he doesn't like the Black Lives Matter movement. He's just saying he's he's for everyone. And, you know, at the moment, he's thinking about his here and now, which is... You know, well, I mean, when puss, when puss a large way, right? <laughs> when a large majority, I know he has a lot of you know white fans, but like when a large majority of your fans are black, yeah. The thing is, for me, for instance, I'm not looking for every rapper to sit here and stand for a cause or yeah. anything. Sometimes it just has to actually happen to that individual for them to be like, okay, you know what. I'm a champion this like Meek Mill right yeah. Yeah. Um, his whole case you know that's like almost an extension of Black Lives Matter because it was it was a a, a run in with the police essentially yeah, nah, you know with yeah. the law and how unfairly he was um, treated now nah, don't <laughs> Don't get me wrong though. I'm 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 for what you're saying. Yeah. In, yeah. I support I support your argument as well, but I'm also thinking You're you just know, trying to he, get a give a counter argument. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I respect it. So so out there, don't think that, you know, I'm <laughs> Oh, you about to get the hate, bro. Oh bro. You're done. You're done in these streets, bro. You're done. <laughs> 
But anyway, go back to your, to your thing. To but your, like you sometimes it really for something to really take effect, it has to happen to you personally. Like I do yeah. believe that. Like um for McNeil, you know, you don't you never really heard him talk about, you know, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter or like, you know, injustice injustices of, you know, uh the law of the land yeah. or whatever. And uh, essentially now he's champion for it. You know, he, he's taking that on. Same thing with uh, 21 Savage and immigration, yeah. you know. <laughs> what, he working for ICE now? <laughs> like I, think he's wor- I think he's working against ICE now. <laughs> he hasn't left yet, though. Like, what's going on with that? I don't know. I you know, know, we're still waiting for him out of here in, uh, <laughs> in Queensland. In London. In you know? Queensland. <laughs> in Queensland. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so, you, so you think he'll change his... Uh, his I ju- uh, the thing is, I hope, I hope he's changed in a bit. Because the thing is, I want somebody to talk about an issue that's genuine and not just throw it in because, oh, this will get people to like me again. You know, yeah. Like I want the genuine because, yeah, I don't live in Ferguson. I've never been in Ferguson, but like that could happen to anybody in Soho, Beverly Hills, wherever. Like, yeah, that could happen to. That's happening all over the United States. That you know, black people are getting unjustly killed by uh, police. Yep. So I think it was a very ignorant statement. I don't blame people for, you know, necessarily kind of holding it against them and, you know, being mad because it's like, it's kind of like your own kind of shit on you a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, people grow, right? It's mm-hmm. like if you look at that, that controversy with uh, uh, Kevin Hart and the Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. And they were trying to bring back, like, like his old stuff like when he was against the whole you know lgbt was it lgbt i think yeah. it was yeah yeah and then you know you know now he's like he's all cool for it i mean whatever his views are now mm-hmm. whether they've changed or not i mean it doesn't really but you know they're you know, trying to bring bring up old shit for for the here and now i don't i don't i don't know whether that's that's what that's you fair know, that's fair but i get your point like you know, people. When you say something, then you know you got. It goes back to what yeah. we said before, man. It goes back to that same thing that we said before. You gotta watch what you say out here mm-hmm. in the streets, because I mean, even this episode, I don't even know if it's gonna air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to go back and cut out anything that I said that could be seen as controversial. You know, two years from now, Sean Pendle, we remember you saying we, such and such. We know? applying for our own sneaker deal, the In Your Feelings Nikes, and oh, yeah. on this oh, episode, all lives matter, really? Oh, really? really? Okay, all right, cancel. This is this is Black History Month, though, so cancel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, man, I, I I get your argument, though. I get your argument. But no, like I do, I do. I'm I'm of the the feeling like I feel like hopefully Rocky has grown from that point. You know I'm not gonna I'm not too fixated uh, fixated on holding past actions really mm. to like uh, present thing present uh, events 
at the same time I don't blame people who do because some this is very polarizing yeah. you know what he said was very polarizing and it could it, it wasn't taken out of context because he kind of put the context there because all he really cares about is uh, money pussy and weed yeah essentially you know so you know that kind of shows you that you're not gonna get anything too deep from him you know yeah yeah um but yeah you know I'm so, I'm so used to these rap these artists saying some controversial shit it's just like whatever <laughs> how, <laughs> how, how, how do you feel about the whole arrest though like I feel like it's out of line I think it was definitely out of line because if you watch have you watched the video I haven't, but I've, I've, I haven't watched the video, but I've listened to news articles talk about the event. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, uh, basically, he's being provoked by these guys, and they smash headphones on security's head. Then, next thing you know, obviously, they're following them around, so they had to act in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the Swedish police are saying, you know, you could have just ignored it. Well, right. see, the <laughs> well, because I mean, that's one way to do it, right? The thing I think. So what I'm from what I've understood, because I watched the video, yeah, and uh, Rocky gave him the case of the beat, right? Beat his ass, and um, so w- the thing is, is even though the guy was the aggressor, yeah, once he's in a state of he's not able to do anything yeah, that, that's when it stops becoming uh, self-defense oh, yes, and yes. you become the aggressor because Rocky threw, practically threw him <laughs> essentially like but do you think this guy was looking for a paycheck because they could have done this because they knew that they could you know provoke Rocky to a certain extent to the point that he would hit them there'll be a case obviously with this to say yo you know you beat us up okay let's settle outside of court here's a few 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 dollars and then you go from there I don't I to me I thought I really thought they were in, uh, inebriated yeah yeah cause they, they were just very like incoherent to everything that they were saying like Yo, we don't want to fight you. We don't want any trouble. Leave us the fuck alone. You know, it it may have been that, like, you know, they could have been really pushing for something, but I don't see how they would sue. Because essentially, really, if they sued and, you know, let's just say they won in a Swedish case, yeah. Do you really think Rocky's going to pay that? Do you think Rocky's ever going back to Sweden after this? No, fuck that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but then this this might hinder him getting any other shows anywhere else because if they think he's uh, violent, he's gonna start trouble. Then he could get think, a ban. I don't think so. I don't necessarily think he, this would. I don't think this is going to affect him affect internationally. him internationally. Just because, if you really think about it, right? From what I well, from what I've heard, he lives in London. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you have to look at all these other people. Like this is like Rocky's first offense of like being aggressive. And if you watch the videos, he's not even being aggressive. 
he's actually being really nice you know <laughs> if, it was, if it was anybody else they would have been beat his beat, beat their ass like they wouldn't have let them walk like rocky was like really like yo we don't want to fight you leave us alone like multiple times right but like do you know you got you got niggas that like Shot people. <laughs> shot people, yeah. You know, even Kanye, he had an altercation with the cameraman. Cameraman, yeah, I remember <laughs> you that. Know, like, I remember that. Hey, at least he didn't have a gun on him. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's just like, is this gonna affect Rocky? No, I think, I think Sweden, yeah, but like, you know, that's just one country. Well, free Flacco. Free Flacco. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and man, Sweden. Listen. Nah. Nah. <laughs> we, we, we're not going there. We ain't fucking with y'all like that. This ain't it. You know, but he's getting support from people online. Definitely. Said, I'm, not, I'm going, I'm not going, uh, Tyler, Tyler came and said, it's no more Sweden for me ever. I so did Schoolboy school Q, yeah. Schoolboy Q second that, and then Jaden's out there saying, you know, Free Flacco. Jaden's got a new project out, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's another. Have you project. have you checked that out yet? No. Not yet. Oh, okay, cool. Neither have I. So, great. Great chat. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're saying they're holding him for at least two weeks. Which is kind of before. ridiculous. Detaining Sweden for jail for unknown period of time for acting in self-defense during this altercation took place. Man, so he's missing, he's missing out on all the festivals. I bet you they're just trying to do this to make him miss out on his money. But we don't know whether that's actually going to, you know, they're actually going to release him Yeah. on July 19th or they're just going to keep him held again. But, you know, free flock or for real. And let's hope um, uh, he's out soon and, you know, We'll go from there. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. Anything else uh, music-wise that you want to add to? Nah, man. We, I think I think this is a good time to... To stop? <laughs> We've had some really... Uh, some controversial... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um... Uh, Shouts out to um, the homie Conehead, and congratulations. Yes, um, so our homie Conehead, who's uh, who's featured on our podcast before, uh, Grammy Grams. Yep, he is. Uh, he's engaged now. Shouts out! Shouts out to him, and obviously shouts out to our sister. Rashi P for uh, the support that you keep giving us you know you're showcasing the hoodie when you're out there in the streets of Cambridge you know um, that's that's for me anyway and then shouts out to you know everyone who keeps coming back to listen to us shouts you out know. to the listeners to the listeners but yeah, yeah man we found we sound all deflated like just Oh man, we we talked a lot. Man. <laughs> we <laughs> tired. <laughs> that was a long ass. Yeah, it was, it was good though. Yeah. Very fruitful, very fruitful. But yeah, man, we're tired as hell. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening again. And you know, we're still here. We'll be back again next week with more more stuff, more controversy, more 
More energy. Yes, sir. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it is in your feelings podcast. And until then, peace out. Peace.